1: Welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. We are thrilled to be back live for day two. We survived the Puerto Rican earthquake. (laughs) (laughs) But you guys will be very glad to hear And Again, uh, thank you again for all your well wishes and kind words. It was really unbelievably generous, some of the nice things you guys passed along to us. Um, So I have a special favor to ask of all of you. Um, We are about to cross a massive milestone for this podcast. We are about to have, in the last reporting uh, period, a total number of listens to this podcast, eclipse seven million. That is ridiculous. Considering in the United States, there's you know I don't know one point three million members of the National Association of Realtors is what the rumor is. So we're about to essentially eclipse seven million listens, which you know means we have a lot of people that listen every single day, listen and replay and listen and the rest of it. Do me a favor. Would you please go to iTunes, um, iTunes specifically, and would you please give us a five-star review? Not a four-star, but a five-star. And when that happens, I, iTunes actually starts to promote the podcast to other people who they think might be, uh, you know, might be interesting too. Obviously, that would be real estate folks. So please, please, please ask as a special favor. If you are a longtime listener and fan of this podcast, which obviously tens of thousands of you are, please repay the debt by going to iTunes. And just give us a five-star review. A five-star review is important because, as I've discovered, if it's anything less than a five-star review, iTunes will not actually give it much. Uh, they won't, you don't get any benefits. And for those of you who are thinking about starting podcasts um, in 2020, because everyone I run into, I tell them to start a podcast. I, if I've ever talked to any of you, chances are I probably told you to start a podcast. But remember, I just told you that tip. The key is to get it on iTunes, your show on iTunes, and then make sure you get as many five-star reviews as you can, because when you do, iTunes then starts doing all the promotion for you for free, which is phenomenal. All right, so Julie, welcome to today's show. We're going to finish up this topic. I think we have four or five remaining yeah. points. And the topic of this uh, show is the or are the 2020 real estate expectations. We're not calling it predictions. Where you know expectations are. These are these are the things that we are with the highest levels of certainty these are the things we're certain that are going to happen in 2020. Now, before Julie gets to the next point, I remember, remind all of you, it's not too late. Obviously it's only the middle of January for you to finish your 2020 real estate business plan. And I've made it so, Julie and I've made it so painlessly simple for you to do this, but even the biggest procrastinator listening will not find a way to procrastinate this. Here's all you have to do. Most of you right now, are listening on your mobile devices, aren't you? Yes, you are. I see it sitting there. (laughs) Oh, you didn't know we can watch you during the podcast? Yes, we can. That's what the camera's for. I'm just kidding. So I want you to pick it up, your phone right now, and I want you to go to uh, your text, and I want you to send a text to send the word Harris, H-A-R-R-I-S, to 31996. Now, why am I asking you to do this? Because all of you need to download our Real Estate Treasure Map and complete your business plan you've got to get that done please don't procrastinate anymore a lot of you have already downloaded it or you at least sent in the uh, request for the free uh, real estate treasure map your 2020 business and life plan uh, but you haven't completed it so would you please get it done Julie? And i've done so many podcasts and whatnot on the importance of having this business plan um it, it is so easy for you to fall into the same pattern of behavior that you have every single year in the past so i'm going to give you an example so Julie and I are back at the gym today, um, and I only talk about the gym because it is the best example of doing, <laughs> me personally, doing what I don't want to do and I don't want to do it at the highest level. <sighs> there are very I would, <laughs> on most days, as crazy as it sounds, I'd rather go to the dentist than go to the gym, okay? Um, but we go to the gym every single day, Julie and I both do, and we stay there for an hour, and we torture ourselves. We don't just sit around and talk like most people do. But at the gym today, it was pretty full. Not so full that we couldn't find things to do, but it was full. And there were a whole bunch of faces we would never seen before. So who are those people? They are the people that make those New Year's resolutions to lose weight. Now, here's what we know, because Julie and I have been pretty focused on our our health and working out and getting in great shape. Um, We've been focused on that for now probably three years with intensity. We were never fat or really out of shape. But we certainly weren't athletic. We were uh, you know, – we'd work out, but now I think both of us would consider ourselves athletes. That's been a new thing, nice thing to enter into, have it, enter into mm-hmm. your life when you're our age and our late 40s. So we are seeing a whole bunch of new faces. God bless them for really wanting to focus in on their health and lose weight and whatnot. But here's what I know. Because for the last three years, we've seen the same exact cycle. None of those people will be there in 90 days. And it will be back to the same people that Julie and I – so let's say at the gym today there were maybe 30 new people. In on average, only three of those people will make it past maybe February or March because the rest did not have a plan. They had a goal. The goal was I'm going to go to the gym, and I'm going to lose weight. But they did not have a plan. Now, had they had a plan, which I'm going to give to you as an example, then they would have actually stuck to it. Number one plan is you've got to get, especially if you're starting to learn something new, you've got to have some external accountability. We could talk endlessly about the importance of having external accountability, but the most important, the best example I can use is Michael Phelps. Michael Phelps had the same coach, I think it was since high school. Remember, this guy's like won more gold medals than anybody since like the, the Greek times, and he fired his coach. So this coach he'd had for a long time, he fired. And that's when, guess what? Michael Phelps started showing up in the news for not, uh, for, you know, getting busted with, for marijuana and all these other silly things. So he had this coach that was holding him accountable. He'd go to the, you guys have watched these stories before. The guy's phenomenal. They'd go to the pool every single day, do what he didn't want to do, and he didn't want to do it every single day. The coach would be there with him. The coach most days would just sit there, watch him, look for little micro things he could do to get the guy, you know, Michael to swim better, faster. But mostly what it was about was that coach was going to be there, and Michael was going to be there at 4.30 in the morning, and, they, and Michael was going to do what he had to do in order to basically and, and, – and in the interviews, Michael is, professes that he never – you know very rarely does he actually feel like jumping into that cold pool first thing in the morning, but he always does it. Now, he stopped doing it when he fired his coach because there was nobody that was providing that external level of accountability. That is what all of you need. That's what Julie and I need. That's what all of us need. Our external accountability at the gym is because we have friends that go there every day. And if we miss, we get, you know, they make fun of us. So that's a nice level of external accountability, but it's there. So some of you guys are now like back to the gym example. All these people, say the 30 new faces we saw today, I know statistically that only 10% of those people are going to stick to it for more than 90 days. If they had external accountability, i.e. there was uh, maybe there were Um, Having accountability partners. That's something that Julie and I have always informally done when we worked out. Obviously, we hold each other accountable. That's, you know, definitely something that both of us do. But we also have friends that we see there every day. When we are getting started working out, we are going to Orange Theory, then we have the coaches that would hold us accountable and see us there when we were in Texas um, holding us accountable going every day. But if you don't have that external level of accountability, chances are you're going to be like, of uh, the people I'm giving you an example of, you're going to be like the 27 people that just stopped going because you did not have an action plan. So just setting goals, which is what most of you do. And that's the reason that most goal setting exercises that happen this time of year fail is because you do not have an actual plan. A goal is a dream with an action plan. And that's what the real estate treasure map is all about. So, Just driving this point home, your action plan for losing weight, for example, and I'm not going to spend a whole bunch of time talking about this because I want to finish these points we were working on the last couple shows, is you want to have, for example, hire a coach, hire a trainer, have someone hold you accountable doing the right thing. Don't tell yourself that you know what to do, you don't, or you wouldn't be fat and out of weight, out of shape, right? Right. Just own it. Go there at least three days of the week. Have a good trainer or coach. If you're near a place with Orange Theory, it's something that with an organized group. A workout situation; those deals are perfect because it's so inexpensive, and you make friends. Oh, by the way, you can network for real estate deals. There's an idea. So go there every. Sure. You know, I would suggest to all of you if you're going to make this a really a, a part of your lifestyle, go there at least four days, if not five days, of the week. Right? Most organized workouts are going to be for an hour long. The next thing you're going to need to do is so there's step one of your plan. This week. Choose where you're going to be working out. Again, we're big proponents of Orange Theory. Most of you have those in your locality. We do not anymore. Otherwise, we'd still be going. Then join Orange Theory. Join a similar gym. Do something that's going to be organized. Start going. At least, again, take the weekends off. Go five days of the week. Oh, I can't do that. I'm out of shape. That's right. Go there and work up to the intensity level that where, you know, go there. Don't run on the treadmill. Walk on the treadmill. Stop making excuses. The coaches will help you. There is your first stage of your plan for losing weight. Commit to a year. Sign up for a year, maybe even prepay for a year. Then you have some added external accountability. Every single modern uh, research study that's ever been done on meaningful long-term motivation comes from this. And remember I told you guys this because it's very powerful. Very, 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 like assume none, are, people are motivated by gaining something. Most people are most motivated – by losing something that they already have. So if your motivation is fear of losing something that you already have, you're going to be vastly more motivated long-term than you ever would be if you were just you know, trying to convince yourself you look better in your bathing suit come summertime. Get what I'm saying here? So by prepaying, that's going to be you know, fear of you're going to lose something, the money that you already paid, and that's going to keep you motivated. Get what I'm getting at here, guys, you see how this is evolving into a plan? And then the next step, obviously, is you're going to have to learn how to actually eat, you know, low carb and all the rest of it. And there's lots of books and whatnot. But a good uh, coach is also going to give you a nutrition plan. These are the types of things that we want you to have mastery of as part of completing the real estate treasure map. We work through uh, in the real estate treasure map all five areas of life. Uh, And the five areas of life are, Julie?
0: Yes, the five areas of life are physical Financial, educational, spiritual. I always forget a fifth one. It's the three Fs. Physical, financial, educational, spiritual. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I always encourage people, we talk about this in the book, Tim, sorry to interrupt you, but I always encourage people to do the financial piece last, even though for many that's the easier one to do because they go to saving money, paying stuff off. Do all the other stuff that is going to motivate you and make you feel good and feel like you're moving forward in life. Because a lot of that stuff's gonna have a price tag attached to it, like going on a kick ass vacation. Well, don't fly yak air. Decide you're gonna fly your family <laughs> first class. Don't stay in a Motel 6, stay someplace nice. Okay, that's gonna cost something. So do the fun stuff first and be realistic and push yourself a little bit on making it nicer. If you need a new car, don't just go to the cheapest lease that you can find. What do you actually want to drive, okay? And then all of that will sift down into the financial aspect, which, of course, will have things like paying off debt, saving, um, you know, and that's another thing, just like your, your physical example. I want to get in better shape. I want to eat better. Well, that's just a dream. That's not a goal. I want to save more money. Well, how much? Why? How are you going to do it? Be specific. And that's one of the things that we drill down on a lot in the real estate treasure map, certainly in the Harris Rules book, is not just saying this to you on a podcast, but showing you how to do it. What is the step-by-step process to not just say, hey, it would be nice to do this, but how are you going to actually do it? And that's the difference between coaching and training or just talking to you or, you know, being your buddy. It's getting you to that finish line. So that's why, uh, you know, we're obviously a big advocate of the treasure map because it works. That's right.
1: So the real estate, no, that's perfect. And the real estate treasure map, Is free, 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 free. All you've got to do is text the word Harris, H A R R I S, to 31996. Text the word Harris to 31999, 31996. Harris to 31996. Go ahead and do that now while your phone is in your hand. You know you need to download it. And what we're going to do is we're going to send you an instant link back. So you text, we text you back. There's a link. You go to our downloads page. You download the treasure map, and there's also seven other books there that we're going to give you for free. And here's what matters most, listeners, what I'm telling you. You're going to then get a call from someone from our office, and that call is going to offer you a free coaching call with one of our new member coaches, and they're going to help you complete your real estate treasure map. Guys, this is our way of thanking you for making this the number one listened to daily podcast for real estate agents, probably in the world. I don't know about that, but certainly in the United States. You know, this is our way of thanking you. So, The way you reciprocate is obviously keep listening, but do go to iTunes and please give us a five-star review. That really does make a huge difference for the continued expansion of this, um, dare I say, passion project that has become our podcast (laughs) because we really totally and really love doing it and love the emails and the texts we get and love all the opportunities to be of service to you guys. It makes Julie and I feel fantastic. This is generally speaking the best part of our workday, I would say. All right, Julie, so let's blaze through the rest of these points yes. and have some fun
0: with it. <clears throat> okay, I think that you covered the idea of bifurcation completely yesterday. Yeah. I think that's right. Yes. Okay, very good. So point number 13, if you missed previous points, go to realestatecoachingradio.com and get caught up. Point number 13, know your stuff. Clearly, 2020 will be different for different people in the real estate space. In the past decade, you could gamble with pricing – Over the last best comp, and you could usually get it. You didn't even really have to be that careful. Sellers could push buyers around and expect bidding wars, not much hassle with inspections, and rake in a nice profit. In some areas, this will remain true, but clearly not everywhere and not at the same rate. Many cities have seen a 25% increase over just the past five years. While no one is predicting that that will continue, no one is predicting a housing crash either. So know your stuff, your numbers, your trends. Modify your practice to meet the needs of what's actually happening locally. That means you have to know what's happening locally. You know, we've got coaching. I'm thinking of uh, some of my elite coaching clients in Long Beach. Generally, it's still fast and furious there, but they've got a few loft buildings that are slower that they can expect price reductions on. And they could be right next door to another property that's super hot. So you've got to know your subject property better than you think and stop rolling the dice and praying to the real estate gods that you're going to win. How many of you guys have dealt with appraisal issues lately? A lot of you. So that's something new, but it's not going to happen every time. So know your stuff. Anything you want to add to that, Tim? Kind of no, goes back to it, the bifurcation I mean, idea.
1: It's Here's the problem that you guys have, a lot of you have, is that you have really brilliant CMA programs that basically turn out gorgeous CMAs. But you don't know what the, you don't know really anything about the content. You don't really. You've just got someone's trained you how to use CMA software, but you don't actually understand how to do a CMA on your own without the software. You guys get what I'm saying? And I totally understand because the CMAs of these, you know, a lot of these software programs kick out or very professional and presentable. But you've missed the point of knowing how to do a CMA. When you're sitting in the market – when you're sitting across the the table from, say, an an expired or expiring seller, and they're asking you why the property didn't sell, and you're just saying the same Mickey Mouse that everyone else is saying, you won't get the listing. Or when you're sitting across the table from a center of influence and past client, so much – it's the easiest listing. You're just showing up to get the paperwork. But because you don't actually know the market at the level in which you should, you don't know about the new construction coming for sale. You don't know about um, all the things you need to know about it to be a true real estate you know, professional. You have to earn the right to basically be successful in this business. And the way you earn the right to be successful in this business is because you've, over time, taken the time while in action to actually be of service to your sellers. And we focus primarily in our coaching program on sellers because we want you guys to learn how to be listing agents. Being buyer's agents is physical labor. Being a listing agent is mental labor. Mental labor meaning you have to learn. You actually. Have. But I am going to make this really clear for all of our analytical folks out there. You do not and are not allowed to learn and then earn. We want you to earn while you learn. In other words, get into action doing the things we ask you to do, even if you're not 100% comfortable doing it, which you won't be, and do it anyway. Right. Do it anyway. Get into action. You'll learn along the way. You do not have to have mastery of everything in order for you to take action. Next point, Julie.
0: Yes, that is for sure. So point number 14 is pretty simple. International buyers with buying power return to the U.S. in force as political instability in their home countries force them to search for safer pastures in the U.S., There's actually extra programs going on where if you purchase a home, I think, wasn't there some kind of visa deal going? I can't remember exactly what I read about that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So pay attention to your international buyers. You know, I've, I've had lots of agents say, well, you know, I don't deal with anybody that's got an accent I can't understand. Well, okay. So just turn your back on that business that probably could close by next month. So pay attention to those international buyers. Take good care of them. You know, we've got a lot of international coaching clients. I I know we've got one gal that's Lithuanian, right? And so her business comes from a Lithuanian um, credit union that she networks through. So there's lots of different ways that you can help these guys out. Just know what the different, um, you know, perks are so that you can be the go-to person. Probably they know a whole bunch more people in their company, in their family, from their country that you can also help out. So that could be a new spoke for you. Point number fifteen. So
1: the
0: the point of fourteen
1: was the international buyers are going to be returning, but they're going to be coming from different countries for the reasons that just for Julie has just stated. So be mindful of that, be observant
0: of that, and be anticipatory of that. Next point, fifteen, Julie. Yes, and that will be the finish line here, right on time. Gold will increase and break two thousand, the two thousand dollar mark. People will start transacting in gold or true gold-backed assets. That's going to be different. So, again, don't turn your back on it. Don't say that sounds crazy. That's real. Go ahead.
1: No, that's it. So that's kind of like a what? Tim and Julie are talking about gold? Yeah, that's right. Tim and Julie are talking about gold. You guys, everyone, remember when uh, blockchain, what the heck is that? Essentially, cryptocurrencies. Mm -hmm. People were like, well, that's weird, five, six, seven years ago. And now you you hear occasionally about people transacting in Bitcoin. Um, You're going to see people starting to transact in gold. You're going to start seeing other things that are seemingly on the fringe, that normal, let's call it mainstream folks feel uncomfortable talking about, again, be observant of those things, start Googling them, and start being ahead of the curve with the knowledge that you offer to your prospective sellers. Oh, and you might want to buy some gold as well. And no, we're not going to about to do a gold commercial. (laughs) So guys, listen, (laughs) it is our honor. It is our honor to be your to be your coaches. It is our honor to be your future coaches. It is our honor to write the books for you, to do this podcast, provide the coaching program, and everything else we do for you. It is truly our honor. It's the peak of our professional careers being able to help all of you. But it's really, really important that you understand that ultimately it's going to be up to you. The example I gave you earlier of 30 new faces we saw at the gym, statistically only 10% of those people will stick it out and actually achieve the particular goal that they set for themselves. Are you, part of the, are you part of that 10%? You, you'll say you are, but here's the only way you know you are. It's not what you say, it's what you do. So what are you doing today to actually move, your, move the ball down the field for you? And, you know, we're real estate coaches, so what are you doing to move the ball down the field financially? What are you actually doing? What steps are you actually taking? The first easiest thing for you to do is just text the word Harris to 31996. And when you do guys, we're gonna text you right back to Real Estate Treasure Map and get it started, download it. It's a lot of pages. Julie, how many pages is it? I don't even remember. I'm like thirty.
0: Uh, yeah, something like that. It's gonna take some effort, but yeah. it's gonna be very personal yeah. when you're done with it.
1: Right, we're gonna educate you on what you're supposed to be doing, how you're supposed to be, you know, doing there. Oh, and here's the scary part. There is math involved. You are gonna to have to know some numbers, but when you're done with this, you're gonna have something that many of you have never had before in your entire adult lives. You're going to have an actual organized plan. You're going to have created – now, if you're you're married, have a partner, what have you, do this with them. Don't just do this by yourself. It's really important that you have shared goals. I mean, we have uh, people ask us occasionally how – you know, we've been married for 29 years this year. Did you think about that, by the way, Julie? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So we've been married for 29 years this year, and we get people asking us all the time when we tell them that because they're like, what the hell have you guys been married 29 years? Uh, we, you know, then they find out we work together. Then the questions really start, you know, <laughs> how do you work together? How do you all that type of thing? Well, here's the moral of the story. Bottom line is, Julie and I've always had shared goals. We had shared goals when we got married, and I've shared some of those with you. Um, and Julie and I talked uh, and talk about that in our book, Harris Rules, which is available at Amazon, all your favorite booksellers. Uh, but really, the easiest way to get it is Amazon. Last time I checked, it was eleven dollars. So go and uh, buy that book, Harris Rules, on Amazon. But we talk about this. One of the primary drivers for anybody, long, the greatest indicator of someone's long-term success is their willingness, to really drilled down, making it practical and tactical to do what they don't want to do and they don't want to do it at the highest level. And when you're completing your treasure map, you're going to come across, you're going to go face to face. It's going to be uncomfortable with you, for you because you're going to have to face some things that you've not wanted to think about. And you know, it's going to be. Some, I'll tell you where most of you are going to get stuck is when, or at least emotionally stuck is when you're coming up against the financial stuff. But we work through with you in certainly Harris Rules, but also the free download from Real Estate Treasure Map. We work through with you how to do the math. And here's how you're going to feel when you complete the Real Estate Treasure Map. And we hear this consistently. So you don't know. You think you know, but you really don't know how much money you spend every month. This Again, we're focusing on finances here. So you don't know how much money you spend every month. But if you did, if you actually knew, not a guess, not what you and your spouse or partner think, but the actual number, and we're going to tell you how to do that in the real estate treasure map, then what you do is you break it down to how much money you spend per day. So, for example, you might discover that you and your family spend approximately $300 a day. You add up whatever your, all the money you go out for utilities and car payments, if there are any, and Food and whatever, 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 and you divide it by the average days of the month. We show you how to do this in the treasure map, and you're going to figure out that you need to earn whatever the amount of money is per day. Might be 300 bucks, might be whatever bucks. And now, let's say your spouse or partner works. Well, they're contributing half of that. So now the amount of money you need to earn per day is, you know, let's say it goes from $300, say your monthly overhead is 9000 and, you know, some of you with a lot more, some of you with a lot less. Just bear with me. So what you're going to do is you're going to figure out what your daily burn rate is, is what we call it. And then you're going to deduct any cash flow you have coming from any other sources. Might be a, some of you are retired. Some of you are firefighters, some of that type of thing. So you're going to deduct that. And then you're going to figure out what your average cost per day to exist is just to exist, not to go on any nice vacations or buy a boat or, you know, pay off any debt just to exist. You're going to figure out that number is that's the starting point. And here's the thing. Here's how you're going to feel when you do this relieved because it's no longer what happens. It's bizarre, is that when you know what that daily number is, and then you can basically start feeling um, – it's, it's not like this mystery. So if you ever felt, and all of you have because you're self-employed, that nagging feeling at the end of the day, did I get enough done? What was I supposed to do? Am I moving? You know, it aren't, did, what are all? The, and then you break up in the, at 2 a.m. with a long list of things that your subconscious decided to wake you up with, which really calls the real estate night sweats. So you wake up in the middle of the night, oh crap, and you start writing stuff down and well, oh, that was nice, restful. Okay, all this stems from not having completed a, a business plan. All this stems from not having completed your real estate treasure map. This is the way that you get control of those things because when you have that pang of uncertainty, which might happen when you're, you know, uh, today, right now, as I'm talking about those th- this very topic, some of you are feeling that. You don't need to feel that. That's voluntary because what happens is if you actually know your numbers and have a plan, what you're going to do is say, "Oh no, I don't need to feel that feeling anymore because I actually know my numbers," and you'll stop yourself. That's that's the importance of doing this. And then you can focus on being of service to other people. You can focus on, you know, doing all the things we ask you to do in our coaching programs. You guys understand, so get it done. Text word Harris H A R R I S to three one nine nine six. Do that immediately. All right. So this is we rounded the bend on this topic. Hopefully, we've encouraged you and motivated you. I think you guys will agree that. Um, 2020 for all of you, which is unbelievably wonderful considering this is a continuation of a great economy. Um, is going to be a fantastic year. If you are working your plan, if you know the direction in which you're uh, supposed to be going in, don't follow trends, guys. Be very careful about all the things we rally against, the stupid conversations about branding and teams and oh. logos and fancy websites. This year needs to be practical and tactical. This year needs to be all about being of service to other people through mastering the skills of being a listing agent. Everything you want in life, on a financial perspective, and frankly, in many other perspectives as well, comes from the essentially the laser-focused, never-ending, never—you know—no one's going to get you off track. You're going to be totally myopic focused on being a powerful listing agent. That's where your freedom comes from. That's where the, the most essentially the wealthiest agents in the history of real estate. They are that way because they had listings, not working buyers. I want you to remember that. Focus on that goal. Learn how to be a powerful listing agent. When you're working on your goals and you're writing down, become a powerful listing agent, you don't know what comes on the other side of that. That's what our premier coaching program is all about. So when you download the real estate treasure map, you're going to get a call. They're going to obviously help you complete your business plan, but one of my new member coaches is also going to tell you about the premier coaching program. For every single one of you that are not in the coaching program, this is the next natural, easy, no-brainer step for you to take. Join the coaching program, and then you're going to have someone holding you accountable through the entire year. If you guys need me for anything at any time, you can always text me. And don't call. Please don't call. Always text. It's 512-758-0206. Julie and I are on calls. Uh, you know, in, we're just doing something. And if you text us, we can actually get back with you. Because a lot of times we run group calls and whatnot, and it's easy for us just to text while we're doing that, opposed to having to deal with a phone call, like someone tried to call me during the podcast. (laughs) Don't do that, people. All right, you guys have a fantastic day, and we'll talk to you on the show tomorrow.
0: This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at tim.